Hello, and welcome to The War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is a show where we talk about NXT 2.0 and AEW Dynamite. How you feeling, Quan? You know what? The last couple of weeks, I didn't really feel like recording this week. I feel like recording, man. I'm, I'm in a good mood tonight. I think it's going to be a good show. I, I think it was that, that, stra- that strawberry moon, bro, that, that happened yesterday, man. I really felt like that changed motherfuckers' mood because I would say three days ago, I, I was a ball of anger. <laughs> I, was ve- I, I was very unhappy and very upset at the way shit was going. Especially it was like raining a little bit. Uh, I didn't get to do all my shit. But I feel great, man. I had an amazing day today. AEW couldn't, couldn't even knock me down. Oh, boy. One of those days when you get a raise? It's on the way. But I just feel okay. great. No, outside <laughs> of that, I just feel great. <laughs> you know why? Because you've been running. You've been outside getting that sun. I did the joint Monday. And then, uh, so, you know, all my days off, I'm not going to say when, but, you know, I do my run. I usually just do two days in a row. And then, you know, like for the rest, I don't do anything else until like, I feel like it's a very inconsistent uh, workout plan uh, to have that many days off. But when I do that shit back to back, I feel fucking great. Yeah. Two, two miles in 40 minutes. That feels fucking fantastic. <laughs> wait, wait till you start getting runners high. Runners high. That's the best feeling. It only happened um, to me a couple of times, but every time I'm like, damn, this feels great. The, uh, what is it? It's only been two weeks now. So my goal has only been like two miles, which is like a destination that I walk to and back to my house. Yeah. I'm about to up you'll, that you'll shit get to there, You'll get there. You'll get I'm about there. to up it to four. That four hour, yeah, four miles not that bad. It's not that bad, honestly. That's what I do. Yeah. So it does not that bad. Honestly, it might just, you know, my house destination, my house, and then go back and then like run it back. So it it might end up being six miles, but like fuck it, we good. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what I want to talk about real quick break. before we get into stuff, man. All right, what's up? So something that really grinds my gears. All right, go ha- go go. Ha- haircut prices. Enough is enough. Look, gas is already five dollars. I don't know what it is out in Florida, but out here in Connecticut, it damn near five dollars. All right. And now these haircuts. Remember, remember when a haircut was like twenty twenty five dollars at most. Remember those days? Still for me. <laughs> shit. Let me tell you something. Shout out to my, shout, shout to my, uh, my barber, Junior, bro. Shout out to Junior, because, man, look. For $20. I, I can't find no barber out here for $20. Not where I'm at. <laughs> when I went I to know. L.A. for J5's wedding and I went to get a haircut, I think I spent $55. That's yeah. That, Damn. That, that's what my barber is charging now. I, I, had to, I had to switch up. So I'm out. I said, nope. I'm not doing it anymore. No, I'm not doing this no more. I can't. At that time, desperately needed a lineup. You know, I, I just yeah. needed my haircut hella fresh for the wedding. If if I was just in LA, just in LA. Yeah, you would have been all right. Nigga, I would have been, I would have bummed it. Fuck it. <laughs> right. You would have throw a hat on, you would have straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, shout out to my barber junior. Um, what's crazy is that last year. I used to just pay 15, but I will always get a $20 bill. And then, they, uh, yeah. And then now it's just like, oh, it's $20 now. Now you just get the whole 20. I've been getting, 
me and my barber two years going. You get you get haircuts at 2000, 2008 prices. Jesus Christ! I've I've been giving him just a straight twenty <laughs> two years now. Now that the haircuts cost twenty dollars, you're not getting a tip, bro. <laughs> you're just not. <laughs> you you made it even. Um, so like uh, yeah, man, haircut prices is killing me. Gas is uh here. Um, I think it might be like four dollars. It's only four. It's like four ninety. It's like it's like four ninety out here right now. It's like four ninety eight or something. It's getting there. I know it's getting rough for a lot of folks, man. I'm seeing yeah. them LA prices. Stay LA home, prices fellas. Nuts. They ain't got Stay no home. kind of uh, public transportation out there either. That's just bullshit. <laughs> I know they stressed out. I seen that traffic. <laughs> just, just stay home, fellas. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a great week. Um, not even the dramas of pro wrestling can get me down. And so let's get into it. I can name uh, two people who ain't having good weeks. <laughs> that right now. Jeff Hardy, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, th- this story was like developing as I was like on a run, I think. Uh, this came around Monday, right? At the start of the week? Uh- uh yeah it was monday yeah it was monday because he got arrested over the weekend i believe mm-hmm. um as soon as he got arrested my first thought was again i was like damn you fuck <laughs> yeah that's that's where i was kind of like come on man it just at this point i won't even say i was like surprised also for those who don't Disapp- know i'm disappointed it's like if you if you haven't like been following wrestling, you only listen to the podcast or something. I'm sure you've are everybody's already heard it, but uh, Jeff Hardy got arrested for a DUI in I believe in Orlando or somewhere around there, Jacksonville area, somewhere like uh, Central Florida area. Yeah, Central Florida area. Um, at like twelve nine in the morning on the highway swerving, um, cop pulled up, draw draw with guns drawn, um, whole wild scene. But yeah, he he's been arrested. He's out on bail right now. Um. On bond right now, so yeah, but man, I just like, damn, man, this is this is like, I, I'm not surprised. I'm just really disappointed. I'm like, come on, man, again, mm-hmm. like, what are we yeah. doing, man? And um, I think that a lot of people like, we heard about this, and you know, TM TMZ held it down, and then you know. For people in that pro wrestling space, we're just like, you know, where where's our people? You know, where where's our fightfuls? Where is our uh, you know, wrestling ink, all that. Like where are y'all at trying to get this story to develop? And you know, they came out, just gave us the bare bones uh details and then just said, Hey man, Tony Khan not really trying to speak about it. Respect my dog privacy. And I was just like, dog, that's crazy. Y'all not gonna hold up to the fire, bro. I mean, we don't know how much they knew. I will say, I will give credit. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp did follow up once he got more information and kind of gave us a little more. But yeah, it was the coverage of it was kind of weird. Um, just in comparison to other, you know, DUI situations we've heard before. Well, it was a slow, oddly slow. Yeah, I, it was weird how just kind of information didn't really come out like that for a minute. Um, Tony Khan and AEW did release a statement um, later on after, I guess, after, according to Tony Khan, after they've gotten in contact with 
Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is indefinitely suspended and required to go to rehab if he wants to keep his job. Um, and Jeff Hardy has agreed to that. So, you know, I mean, he might go, who knows? He might go to jail for all we know, but mm-hmm. it's just, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but I guess they had to do what they had to do. I mean, I, if this was me, I would have let him go at this point. You're not, not even worth having you on the roster, but you know, yeah, especially because neither of them niggas can go. But now <laughs> that we're, you know, we got all the formal stuff out of the way. What what did we talk? What did I say, or what did we talk about when he initially got released and signed with All Elite that first time? I don't recall. What did you say? I was just saying, hey man, we need to be worried about this because AEW is kind of not that place to really like hold wrestlers to that fire and make sure they straight. We see well, we see Jeff Hardy bust his head. We see you know Sammy Guevara busting his head. We see all these dudes getting concussions, you know, and they still go out, do the thing. And then for Jeff Hardy to be like, you know what, I'm sick of the WWE and to go to AEW where I feel like it is more of a boys club. It is a lot, you know, kind of like looser over there. I feel like Jeff Hardy needs that sort of like structure, you know, to keep him on that straight path. And I feel like AEW was kind of just too fast and loose with how they do things over there. And then now we're here. And I hate that I just feel like like I was just like okay if WWE I I was like I was actually hoping that WWE was in the wrong and then like you know he wasn't straight or like you know he was like not on drugs he was just having a bad time and he just wanted to walk out not approving of the walkout but you know he just said I'm done I'm done yeah right that's it but now that it, it kind of throws that into like, you know, a different perspective or like a different wave. Um, and then, you know, Jeff Hardy gets cut, instantly signs with AEW, Matt Hardy instantly starts getting a push. That don't sit right with me, man. And if your brother was in a dark place, what makes you think that the solution is to get you, help you get over? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we said it before. I think that he has a very, like, I don't think he has, like, a decent support system. Like, say, you know, we know WWE has a racist history, blah, 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 this and that. You know, whatever, you know, verbiage gets recited on the uh, interwebs every fucking day. But it was just like, they kind of kept him on the straight path, even with, like, that Seamus storyline, the drunk thing. It was just like, Jeff even said himself that he was comfortable with telling that story. Like he was celebrating sobriety in that sort of way. And then now we're here. Yeah, man. I, I think I honestly, I don't think Jeff needs to be around wrestling anymore. I honestly think at this point, wrestling itself is a trigger for him to, you know, use drugs and alcohol to cope with, you know, any kind of aches and pains and, or, you know, uh, pressures that he's going through mentally yeah, it's it's kind of become a pattern. Anytime Jeff Hardy's in kind of in a uh, a major spot, for example, you know the first time in 2003 when he was kind of getting that singles push, and then 2008 when he was WWE champion, when the pressure was on, and then you know in TNA when he was running TNA and the pressure was on, and now this week you know you get a big a big kind of push in soon as, AEW. Soon as, he, as soon as he's about to get crowned with some gold. Yeah, it just seems like the pressure gets too much and it starts, you know, using drugs. Soon as he was going to face Roman. 
So exactly. As soon as he's gonna face Roman, big, big, big positions. Yeah, and it just felt like wasn't he Soul Survivor Survivor Series? Or am I bugging? Mm-hmm. I'm I pretty sure like he was, so. or he or he was close to it. So like that's what I'm saying. Like it seems like any time a big push is about to happen, and the pressure going to be on him a little bit, he he it's, it just seems like the it kind of triggers him. So I just feel like. I don't think he should be around that environment. I don't think his brother should be allow him to be around this environment. At this point, it just seems like he needs to stay away. He needs to figure something else out. You know, if you want to keep doing music to get your creativity out, do that. But I just don't think wrestling is for uh, Jeff anymore. I don't think he should be around it because clearly mm-hmm. he can't he can't live a healthy love lifestyle while doing wrestling. And plus, also just out there and just from a wrestling standpoint, he looked terrible. Lord knows what if he was on any, I don't want to accuse him, but if he was on any substances during matches, he looked, let's be honest, he looked off a lot of times. Mm-hmm. The, all, the, all five matches he's had in AEW, I would say all of them, he looked kind of off. and Or I just like didn't know where he was at. Obviously the double or nothing match. He was knocked out. Yeah, And then didn't... he's driving drunk to get his head scanned. That's crazy. Yeah, and you know, just even the whole head scan. There's a whole other issue with booking him in such a you know a match like a ladder match. If if he was you know getting his head scan, and that, and that might be, did Tony Khan even know? You know what I mean? It was kind of like an mm-hmm. independent thing that Jeff Hardy just didn't tell nobody that he had to go get his head scan. Like you know, I don't like, know. I just, it's a mess. He I shouldn't don't... be in the ring. How do you not know that he's going to go get his head scan? Or his, you if know, an MRI or like his check. If that's true, I don't know. Yeah, r- r- like you know, true or not, I'm not. I'm not going to blame anybody, but I'm just like, but like, if that's the situation, big if. How the fuck you not know that? Yeah. Also, why does like I know he a grown man, but where the fuck is this man chaperone, man? Why was nobody there with him to like help him, you know, get there to his MRI? At least emotional support while he over there. What if he got some bad news? Especially if he had a suspended license, like they said on on in the TMZ report. Why is he even driving? License. How does he yeah. get a rental? <laughs> the, the rental the rental nigga said, "Oh my god, Jeff Hardy, man, I love you, bro. Your license inspired." <laughs> Whatever, man. That's fantastic, bro. I love you. I think somebody. I, I think Jeff just finds somebody to rent the car for him. Honestly, you know, even yeah, in WWE, I'm sure actually like going to the DMV. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm even even in WWE. They're saying he was renting cars, so I'm sure he always has somebody around. Like, oh, y'all get the car for you. It's all good, bro. Mm-hmm. You know. So I just I just honestly, hope he gets some help, man, and just really like stays away from wrestling and get some help. I said that when he first got hired. I just said, I hope he gets the help and support that he needs. At this point, sorry if this is harsh, bro. It is what it is. I know a lot of y'all have been, you know, Jeff Hardy fans for a long time. Been dealing with this shit for 20 years. Nah. Nigga, I've been no, dealing with no, it for no, 20 my, years. I'm I'm over it. I'm so over anything I've been Jeff dealing, Hardy. I've been, I've been dealing with this shit, I think, for two. I'm done. Yeah, Not you, my didn't, you didn't even get the good stuff, the good parts of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> the good parts. <laughs> yeah, none of the good stuff. You just deal nah, with the bullshit. Not like uh like um, you know, just and I hate when you know uh public perception or just like you know how the world kind of felt about this. It was just like 
oh man, you guys are gonna turn your back on Jeff Hardy when he needs you most? Suck my dick. Yeah, fuck that. He turned his back on us. How about that? Suck my dick. We, tr- we 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 gave him our trust so many times, and he keeps fucking throwing it in our face. What I have, what I, what do I have to stand here? Why do I have to stand for this shit for? You know, people have like actual family members that they have to like interact with or close with and shit that like also have like you know, you know, addictions. I think fuck, you know, I think everybody got had the family member that has dealt with addiction at some point. So you like, know, what the fuck so, I got to stick with Jeff Hardy for? Yeah, it's just I'm like, thinking of my kid. Barely, I'm barely a fan of the nigga for real. I hope he gets to figure it out, man, before it's too late. Before he hurts himself or somebody else, I hope he gets to figure it out. I I hate, like, I think that's going to be what's, like, the nail in the coffin when he puts somebody else in a coffin, and it doesn't need to get to that point. Help the man. But also, we got he has to be willing to help himself. Mm Mm-hmm. We can say help uh, the man all you want, but he has to be willing to do it. Because, look, WWE offered multiple times, and it yeah. seems like he doesn't want to do it. What's crazy is that, like, AEW is probably, you know, they're sending him to rehab, and he's most likely going to rehab on the WWE dime like John Mosley did. Hey. Shit crazy. As long as, long as somebody paid for it, it's fine. Yeah, as long as somebody paid for it. But that's crazy. <laughs> when, when when they said go, he said, ah, nah, man, I'm good. But now you about to go on day dime. Whatever, man. Um, and uh, just another thing, a lot of people that are just saying, well, y'all don't come at Jay Uso like this. Uh, oh, brother. Jay Uso was getting stink, cooked. Jay Uso was getting cooked oh on the God. timeline when he got that last DUI. Are you kidding me? That nigga was driving on the wrong side of the road. And y'all wasn't cracking jokes. Y'all lying. That nigga was ready to box up a cop. Y'all lying, yeah. saying y'all wasn't cracking jokes. Come on, they were definitely on the, the timeline. Was definitely like he should be fired and or making jokes about him squaring up with the cop. I think squaring up with the cop is insane. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's wild um, for that. But also, yeah, just, yeah, even but even that, I don't think you know. What I mean, if if WWE would have fired him, I would have been like that's justified. I don't. I'm not. You know, what I mean, like I'm not going to choose sides of this. I think drinking, you know, drinking and driving to that level is is not good. You shouldn't be doing that. Therefore. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? What is it? I, I, Jeff Hardy, like the legal limit was like 0.08 or some shit. Yeah, and then 0.8. Jeff Hardy like is a two. It was like, dude, 2.9 or something like that. Like 2.8, it was up there. Something crazy. I, I think even, it was going hard. Did you see the video? No, I haven't seen the video. But that nigga was going hard, bro. Could have put the car in park. Come on. My, mind you, mind you, it was before noon. It wasn't even like midday yet. And he was that drunk drinking yet. all night. Probably. Shit crazy, bro. Um, but another crazy uh, <laughs> turn of events. <laughs> this, this shit happened goddamn also, like two hours ago. Also not that surprising. Both of these weren't very surprising when I heard either of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, missing man is under investigation for a mysterious um, affair. Three million. Uh, dollars in shush money to, to be quiet, be quiet fun. Um, yeah. WWE board is investigating this scene. Like, oh, what's going on here? Why is there just $3 million missing, man? Um, so allegedly, um, Vince was out here fucking employees. What employee? We're not really sure. I believe I saw something about a paralegal or something. It could be more than one. I'm, I paralegal? mean, something like that, but there have been rumors about 
um, Vince sleeping with you know employees for decades. Sorry, I'm a little stupid. What's the paralegal? I don't know. I was hoping you knew. <laughs> paralegal's like a I'm uh, cutting that. Something court. <laughs> I don't know. We need stack guy. I don't know what paralegal is man. I'm not. I'm not legal, legal <laughs> over here. But I'm saying, um, uh, someone who assists lawyers in various legal capacities. So it's just like okay. a, a lawyer assistant. Um, but yeah, man, it just like we've heard. If anybody's been a wrestling fan or been online and heard rumors about Vince, you know, sleeping with co uh, you know, employees or whatever, you know, this, making, is, this is nothing you know. new. Is it, he? He's openly said he's been, you know, he cheated before on Linda, so that wasn't too shocking. <clears throat> None of this was mm-hmm. just too shock. The shocking part was just that it, it finally it John got out. Laurinaitis or John uh, Johnny Ace Day? I think the John Laurinaitis part kind of took that to the next level. Um, after Vince was done with whatever shorty he was dealing with. Uh, you know, he said this. He just passed her off uh, as, as um, the great philosopher Snoop Dogg once said, "It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none." <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happens is, I guess he got passed off, and you know, somehow word got out. I don't know what's going on. I will say, as far as we know, this is why we're joking about it. As far as we know, everything has been consensual. No one has been forced or coerced to do anything. As we yeah. know of right now, as of 10.34 p.m. Eastern Time, June 15th. So if you hear this on Friday, as the more news came out, we ain't know. All right? But. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, this is, you know. <laughs> honestly. This is it, pro wrestling, man. Um, on a serious note, I think why this is, like, coming up to, uh, you know, coming out is that. The article says that the WWE board is investigating this $3 million missing. And if you don't know what a board member is, it's a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of people, sometimes a lot, who spend a lot, a lot of money to make some decisions that happens within the company. And I'm pretty sure that they're just wondering if, they're, if their money that they put into being a board member is... Um, you know, being put to keep some keep some uh, women quiet or niggas. Who knows? Um, hey, you know what I mean? Love who you want to love, man. Um, so, hey, man, if I'm originating it and this is, you know, money that I put in my pocket so goddamn uh, 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 wrestlers could get some new pants and you spend that shit on hoes? Nah, don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's as far as we know. Um, any NDAs, you know, uh, just talking to that guy Greg about it, it was just like, you know, any NDAs or anything that comes out once this, you know, federal court starts I- investigating, you know, more <laughs> details will come out. Right now, yeah. it's kind of just hush. Fucking ho, yeah. giving them money and then... Uh, Having sex with nice women. Um, yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault. I'm trying to, I'll say this much. I'm trying to talk I, about this. I, in the per- I, I, if, if these women were not coerced or whatever, like they chose to do this on their own merit, I feel like they get too much of a pass here because what y'all doing, bro? This is not like that nigga like... Secession, man. Se- 70, secession, how, man. How, old bad, man. how old is Vincent, man? Wait, 76? 70, like 72? Ew, nigga. That's gross. Hey, man. You see his Shoot. face? 
That nigga's what face is like pinned back, like <laughs> with, man, with, on top with, of all, you? with all the man. I sure want a sugar daddy, uh, you know, tweets and memes and you know TikToks I've been seeing. Yeah, man, that's your nigga right there. <laughs> also, um, man, just just in general, like outside of you know the possible, if he was spending you know WWE money on on this hush money. That's like one thing, but outside of that, I don't really see anything like this is getting getting Vince out of here because he was cheating on uh, his wife. Yeah, um, it, if if it doesn't come out that any of these women were sexually assaulted, uh, yeah, I don't see how this can get him out of here just because he would. I, for for what is worth, for what is worth, I don't think him and Linda are together anyway. He damn near said it on the Pat McAfee interview that like yo, he said he accidentally said my ex wife. So I don't even think they're like. I mean, legally they're probably still together. But like they probably ain't been, they probably been. It's separated too, it's too expensive for a divorce. Yeah. So yeah, they're like they're like ninety years old. What's the point of a divorce at that point? You already we already this deep in. Yeah, Sad, sadly, that's how that shit go. Um, they're probably fucking too. Who knows? What if you find out she ain't got it? Uh, <laughs> she she, she, she using her she using her own money though. Um, <laughs> as of right now, there's not a lot of details. Um, I will agree that if it doesn't come out that any of these women were, you know, anything like that, uh, you know, they did anything illegal. Um, she's good. Even even if like he was actually like embezzling or using like, you know, WWE funds, I'm sure they'll probably just reach a settlement with, you know, you know, tens of motherfuckers that are on the shit. And then they get their bread back and then they they shut the fuck up. There might be some pressure to step down. Who knows? We'll see. Um, that that'd be interesting if this would took Vince out after all the like after everything that's happened. After steroids trial and after all that other after shit. decades of all the bullshit he's done. This is what takes cheating, him out. Che- I, cheating? What is this? Eighteen seventies, bro. If cheating is the thing that takes him out, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna lose it, man. That's crazy. This nigga survived the steroid trial. Uh, Benoit's death. Owen Hart's death. Oh, is that? Um, what else? <laughs> uh, possibly paying uh, paying off the police for a murder. Um, possibly oh, Jimmy Snooker's joint. Yeah, um, I mean the plane ride from hell. Other allegations that you know throughout the eighties and nineties that we've heard. I mean, any, <laughs> if this is what takes him out. Crazy, crazy. That, crazy. Dude, that that just shows money talks in the end. No matter what, you could do anything else, but once mm. you start fucking up the money, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our unprofessional reporting of the situation. Uh, <laughs> next, we got another individual uh, allegedly acting uh, unprofessional. Um, professional with mirror. Thunder Rosa has been a lot under a lot of scrutiny. To, um, I guess people perceive her match with Marina Shafir being Thunder Rosa sandbagging her, and I'll just say, I don't think it's sandbagging. I just think they're not good. You know, this is funny to me because, um, well, first I saw like a, uh, someone made like a little uh, quick edit of like all the spots people were talking about that might've been sandbagging. Only one of them really like sandbagging. It was like the suplex where like, it still well, might've been miscommunication, but like, like Marina literally like just like deadlifted her up, which was really impressive. On oh Marina yeah. Part. But yeah, yeah. Other than uh, that, yeah, the rest spots, of it, yeah. the rest of it just was like bad communication. Neither of them knew what the fuck they were doing. And, I know that exact spot because I think I messaged this or, or like, you know, in the group chat, and I was just like, 
man, can this motherfucker do a suplex right? <laughs> yeah, and so I was just That's like, just whoa, happen. okay. But the, Thunder Rosa said this is not true at all. But I don't know what's worse. I don't know if you'd rather be accused of sandbagging or you're just that fucking terrible when people thought you were sandbagging. So, like, <laughs> what would you rather have? <laughs> Reputation would you have when I have? I just wouldn't but, uh, address it because it's not true. But I think the spice, the spicy part was the person who tweeted it initially, Britt Baker liked the tweet. So, you know, more of that. Um, it's just, yeah, I hope th- this Thunder Rosa shit ain't working out, man. I just don't know. I don't, there's just nothing like, I just feel like once any woman gets that title, it just kind of just goes down the drain. Like ever since, uh, you know, as soon as Britt Baker took it off of Karashita, you know, the, the car paint or like that fresh car smell. Or, you know, our expectations was just not, uh, was just not met. And it's now like when, with Thunder Rosa, it's not met. It's like when they grab the belt, like all their, like everything they did was able to do good just it goes away. Like it just drains their powers yeah. away from them or something. It's really incredible. And, and like now, I guess, you know, Tony Khan is trying to keep Thunder Rosa happy. So she's just going to get a, you know, a couple bullshit uh, title defenses and then just and pass it off to Britt. And we're going to talk about that a little later. But I mean... I don't know, man. I like I like Thunder Rosa a lot, but I think that um, ever since getting the title, I don't know, man. Maybe the ego's too big, or she did, they for sure think uh, her and Britt Baker, whatever feud they got going on, those are two individuals that are not as good as they think they are. Was was Thunder Rosa in that match with uh, Eva Lee where they kind of like got into like a, a real fight? Was that yes. Thunder Rosa? Yes. Okay, I'm just saying there's been a pattern. That's all I'm going to say about that. Amen. This ain't the first um, time. And, you know, Tony Storm is probably just going to take this shit. Whatever. She's just happy to be there, honestly. Um, uh, at this point, please put it on Tony Storm. That's fine. No, they're not going to put me. it on Tony. If they put it on Tony, hey, Thunder Rose, get out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> leave, bro. Just leave. Back it up. Back to, <laughs> back to, back to dark. Oh, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't mean back in the dark. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> um, another thing, last story in the, in the trenches. Uh, Troy Donovan was released. Oh yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot to put on a little thing. Yeah, Troy Donovan, uh, Mister Mister Two Dimes himself, got released. Uh, it wasn't anything due to policy, budget cuts. Uh... Yeah, we don't we don't know what policy or what it was. It could have been anything, but he did go on Twitter and admit that he did make a mistake. And that he'll come back, you know, minor setback for a major comeback. Uh, we will. The rumors that he might come back in a year. So whatever it is, I don't think it was too serious. Why? Why in a year? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's just like uh, the shit, till shit cools off. I'm not sure. I just saw someone. I saw like that. I'm sure. Somebody. Uh, just, just, just let that boy detox every day. Get that boy. Get that bullshit out his system. But we don't even know if it's that. What, what if he was like selling merch or something like that on the side or some weird shit? Like, you know. Oh, like, if it, that's, it, the po- that's the policy he breaks? It, oh, <laughs> my Lord. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, it could be anything, honestly. We don't know what it could be. But whatever it was, it was enough to say, oh, shit, yeah, you're bugging. All right, you got to take a little time out. A little a little, a little, um, a little pow-pow on, on the hand. Say, look, <laughs> we'll, we'll call you in a year. Because I, I do think he has potential. I think him and um, what's the other dude's name? <laughs> Stacks, <laughs> they they seemed so, all right out there from the two matches I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. They seemed all right. They seemed comfortable. But um, isn't it? I guess 
I guess it, it's the wellness policy that's three strikes you're out, right? I don't know the rules of the wellness policy anymore. I'm not really sure. It was like, I know it used to be that way. Or like concussion protocol point. or some shit, you know, you, uh, you get yeah. a couple spanking on the hand. And then yeah. that, that's, the, that's the real spanking on the hand. I, who knows the way everything kind of changed in the last couple of years. Who, I don't know what the wellness policy. Yeah, you're right. It could be um, anything. I don't see no point in speculating, but okay. I hope, I hope, I hope he got caught for like, if, if, if he got caught for like selling merch, wouldn't that be like the most like Italian mafia type shit to be doing anyway to get fired? For that, the storyline that boy got fired for some street cred. That's crazy. <laughs> um, man, yeah, man. Um, hopefully, it's nothing too severe or anything like that. If, if it is anything, if if you know, if if the cup if the cup was too hot for the doctor hand, hey man, go go to Trader Joe's, get you some of that green juice. You know, pump that shit back. Some water, come back, man. Do a couple um, indie spot. Do a couple indie runs. You'll be all right. Yeah, you'd be straight, bro. Uh, well, that is it uh, for In the Trenches. Um, yeah, let's get into AEW Road Rager. Road Rager. It didn't feel. It didn't feel like a special show, like for a Road <laughs> Rager. I don't know why. I don't know why they threw that. Uh, threw that shit on. Or whatever. I think it had. I think it had. Um, honestly, I think it had three good matches. I do think there were some good matches on the show. I do. Okay. There went the four tables. The double decker bus just crashed. He was that close of retaining the titles. Look at this crash. Unbelievable. All right, man. Well, you're gonna have to break it down to me. What are these good matches? Okay. Um as much as as much as I, I, I dislike this guy, not a big fan. I think Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay had a pretty good match. It wasn't um, no, you know, barn burn or nothing like that, but it was a good match. It was a good match. Oh, only one point in the match I didn't like when they went they did the little Will Ospreay no sell shit back and forth offense. I hate that shit. But outside of that. Fine match. Yeah, I agree. Agree, disagree. You're you're with me? No, that's cool. I think this was a bet- much better showing for Will Ospreay than um the match on Rampage. Um yeah. I didn't really care for that 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 six man. Did you watch that at all? Or no? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um I I thought this match was just A-OK, perfectly fine. Um like you said, that one spot just shitty, whatever. Um, I don't think it was going to be the, you know, the usual heat that we get from Dax Hardwood because I don't think Will Ospreay has ever seen a Bret Hart match. So, um, <laughs> he didn't know he couldn't pick one to copy. So, um, he just did his usual shenanigans and bullshit. So, I mean, yeah, that was cool. Um, what was the second good match? Hair versus hair. Um, it was better than I expected. I'm not going to say this, but... I gave it a three and a half out of five. Uh, that I near thought, fall, that near fall really got me. That, that yeah, shit got that, me. That, they that, got me good with that one. I was for, for show when I saw that, I looked at the screen and I screamed, that was three. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they got me good on that one. That was a really good near fall. I would say this match is, you know, pretty good as well. Uh, you know, 
it's a fairly tamed Jericho match, despite, you know, all the shenanigans that usually goes on in his normal matches nowadays. But the finish is absolutely what took me out. Because I was just like, man, y'all been beating Ortiz, Santana Ortiz ass for months and months and months. I can't get a win, man. And no, you could have just beat the nigga clean. <laughs> like, why did it have to be shenanigans involved? We got to get Sammy back. Uh, I did. So I didn't like that. So the finish was Fue- yeah, uh, Sammy dresses Fuego Del Sol, interferes in the I match. I thought that was also stupid. Yeah, I feel like this is once again Jericho trying to leech on to any kind of heat he can find. Dog. Sammy Guevara got away from him and became the, became the most hated man in AEW, bro. And Jericho, Jericho said, oh, oh, oh come, come back. Can't, here. What's the, can't, what's the can't do that. What's, What's the meme of homeboy pulling Superman by his cape? Hey, come here real quick. Where you oh, going? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're 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 a successful young talent. Jericho pull you by the uh by yeah. your cape. He don't want you to fly, bro. Um, that's just crazy. And then uh, you know, Jericho comes out later on tonight uh, for the Moxley and Tanahashi segment, and he has Tay Conti with them now. And then he says he says some shit like they can have sex whenever. And I was like, oh, He's, you're a cuck, bruh. You he are said, a cuck, bruh. He said, we are, you know how they were late sex guys? Well, this is late sex yeah, trio. And he was like, they're so sexy, they can have sex whenever. And I was like, ew, gross. You are a cuck, you are a cuck, bruh. You are a cuck, bruh. That was so nasty. fucking corny. Uh, nasty word. And then to honestly get it out of the way, because I didn't feel like anything was truly important, like important was said. Uh, Moxley is just yelling into the microphone as he normally does, just irrit- like uh, reiterating everything that we heard literally in a vignette that they played before this uh, this segment. Yeah, he's beaten you know Yuji Nagata, Kenta, Ishii, Suzuki, yada yada, to get to Tanahashi, and then he came out there and said it again. And then, what is Tanahashi's retort? Uh, Jericho comes out <laughs> and then Jerry and then Tanahashi just says just tells him to shut up as he should that's it why are Ooh, we wasting Tanahashi's I, time bro I want to know why we needed two Jericho segments within the first 40 minutes of the show I don't think we needed all that that seemed a little Crazy. unnecessary aren't, like, aren't you not feuding with Santana and Ortiz and you know Combat Club and all that shit like, I thought, hey, I thought Eddie Kingston was your op, bro. Why are you here? Well, we had to bring in a Suzuki goon because El Desperado and Lance Archer, who, you know, was already there, interfered, beat up uh, Moxley and Tanahashi. Now they're part of the they, group. It's just... They get Suzuki for almost every meaningless show that he's been on. And they could not get him on the fucking show when his stable is there? Uh, we might have some booked. I don't know. Um, so I think Jericho announced the match. I don't remember the, let me look up the Forbidden Door card. It was like, it was like an uh, eight man or something. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of shit. Suzuki go with that, uh, that, uh, that young lion, you know, young kid that used to follow Mafia ground. Yeah. Shooter, whatever the fuck. Shooter and Mooney, Umino. I don't give a shit, man. Um, (laughs) It's a multi-man Whoa. match. I don't care. And then that Whoa. match is being announced as they're like stomping out Jericho and uh, uh, and Moxley. And then I go on Uber Eats. I turn around 
Moxley and Tanahashi standing tall. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened? And Tanahashi shirtless. They beat the blazer off that man? Yeah, they should be. So you guys, you know, you got to show off the muscles. Come on, man. Oh, like, no, I ain't just coming to t shirt and just rip it off. <sighs> you want me to go over the Forbidden Door card real quick, real fast? Real no, quick? not right now. Uh, not right now. Let's okay. do it after we get uh, after we get through the rest of these segments. Um, I thought that match or like that segment was an absolute train wreck. Yeah. And um, this build to Forbidden Door, whenever how they're getting the New Japan talent involved on these shows, absolutely fucking terrible. We um, we kind of called the invasion storyline, but this invasion storyline kind of been a mess. It's kind of been like there's they've been real no kind of like leader. No, yeah. I guess you could say Jay White, but. Not really, because he just got the belt, so I don't... Yeah, I think that this show probably could have been booked in, like, July or something, you know, uh, a little further away. So I know they couldn't predict all the injuries and Okada having a baby, uh, Danielson also being out, you know, all that stuff. But I felt like this match was kind of happening way too soon, way too close to Dominion. Um Way too close to uh, even the last pay-per-view, double or nothing. Too close to double or nothing, too close to Dominion, too close to Blood and Guts. Like, why isn't this happening in, like, September? Like, give it, like, some space or something, like, happen in the fall or some shit. Well, I don't think they can do September because that's when G1's going on, right? Oh. And that's September? uh, No, it should be over by then. You think so? I don't know when G1 is. Yeah, it should be over by then. G1 should should be ending around uh, August. G okay, G1 starts from July 16th to August 20th. I, I don't know why I thought G1 started in August. It's, it's July 16th to August something. Yeah, it's a, it's uh it's a summer thing. Um because yeah. I think like I mean, King August of Pro Wrestling summer. is like fall uh fall and then they okay. do World Tag League and all that. Well fuck World Tag League. Um well no, they do <laughs> World Tag League like in December, uh like right before Wrestle Kingdom because they don't care about the tag division. Um but not nah, like the week-to-week buildup for Forbidden Door is absolutely terrible, uh, how they're trying to get a lot of these dudes on the show. Um, but yeah, moving on. Hangman Page comes out. Him and Adam Cole literally have the segment that they had last week where they go back and forth, call each other stupid, blah, 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 this and that. But this time, the only twist is that the IWGP champion actually comes out this time. I felt like Okada was supposed to come out last week and they didn't rewrite the segment. <laughs> and they just let it happen. Um, but Jay White comes out, tells Hangman Page to basically go fuck himself. And then Jay White tells Adam Cole to go fuck himself. <laughs> and this segment here blows my mind. Because Jay White, I mean, uh, you know, Adam Cole is talking a lot for another man or another wrestler. Very manager-like. He's talking a lot for Jay White. Uh, maybe he should have just been a maybe a manager was the right call. He's talking a lot. Oh, um, brother. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he like rolls out the red carpet for Jay White. Jay White sneaks into the ring, gives uh, Hangman a switchblade. And then Adam Cole, you can hear him on the microphone, you know, shaking his pom-poms for Jay White, Yas Queen, and all that shit. And then uh, Jay White is just like, "Uh, you ain't getting the match neither, stupid. (laughs) Is that that how... 
is that how they build animosity between those two? So it makes sense for him to be in this triple threat. Okay, that would that was going to be booked. What I was going to ask you: Do you think it's going to be the triple threat, or I'm seeing rumors? Oh, well, not rumor, but people are hoping that it's going to be Jay White versus Kenny Omega. We don't know the status of Kenny Omega. I don't know if he's good to go. Um, he had a lot of good stuff going on. So, two of those scenarios. If it's a triple threat, I can see, you know, he him screwing over Adam Cole and then them just having the match anyway or, like, they have, like, a little story, little thing next week on the go-home show to be like, no, we're going to have this match. Fuck you. Yeah. It's going to, like, the match is happening anyway, but I feel like this is the driving force for Adam Cole to actually want to face Jay White at all. Um. Yeah. Now, if Kenny Omega is uh, there, Hangman Page looks silly, and Adam Cole looks even dumber because that boy won the Owen Hart tournament, and they said, "Ah, that's great, get out of here." Real niggas back. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that's crazy. That'd be crazy, bro. That boy is gonna him. He was the he was the man on NXT, bro. And then you about to get show you about to get second fiddled again. You only, I mean, even, been here even for if he did even if he's in a triple threat match, he definitely feels like a third party. Like he feels like number three in that match out of those three people. Yeah. This, Regardless. this is this is this is he's a middleman like a manager. Yeah. There you go. There I'm just go. saying. Mm. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you could have been Max Dupree, man. You feel me? Um, quick hits. We got Tony Storm versus Britt Baker in a match that I blinked. It went into commercial break. I blinked again, and then they said Thunder Rosa versus uh, Tony Storm at Forbidden Door. <laughs> the match was fine. It was fine. It was a fine TV match. Um, only thing I really remember was the hip attack from Tony Storm to. Uh, Britt Baker, she sold that like a fucking. I'll say that I'll give Britt Baker credit there. She Amen. sold that like she got killed. It might have been a like, shoot. I feel like I could sell that better though. <laughs> Tony Storm, link up. You feel me? Let's, let's try it out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, and then she played possum like she was really hurting, and then she mm-hmm. tried to do the roll up for the false finish. That one didn't catch me like the other one did, like the Jericho one did. I uh, she played possum really well, and I like that. That's probably yeah. the most I could really say about this match because I felt like to me in my mind's eye, we just finished watching the show. And it's you know, it's a flash. Yeah. Um. Uh, it was just like a lot of interfering uh, from there. Thunder Rosa comes out. Girl, why are you wearing heels if you know this is the part that you have to play on this show to, this week? That's like what Charlotte be doing. I hate what Charlotte was wearing a heel. Like, you know, you know you're about to get physical. Why are you wearing heels for? Well, if Charlotte is like, if Charlotte has to run down the ramp, there has been no... there. Charlotte is no stranger for just going barefoot. Now nah, she White definitely ran being barefoot. She ran down that. She definitely ran down the ramp in heels before. Thunder <laughs> Rosa was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't, uh, I don't want to trip now. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's about it. And then uh, is Miro versus Ethan Page your third match that you like? No, it was the oh, ladder shit, match. The the ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ladder match. I actually didn't hate uh, the ladder match. I, the, you know, the ladder match was 
Damn, that nigga went through a table. Damn, that nigga went through the table. Damn, Bro. that nigga went through the table. Luch- Luchasaurus, went th- Damn, nigga went to the table. Luchasaurus went through 10 tables. You know what I think would happen with that? I think they had a lot of plans, um, spots planned for the Hardys that they couldn't do, obviously. <laughs> it was like, fuck it. What to put Luchasaurus through that table for that spot? And Luchasaurus just took them all? <laughs> yeah, he just took them all. Oh, my God. I really Say think no, happened. my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that man went through 20 tables. Um, I'm... Honestly, the match was cool. It was it was a ladder match like every other kind of ladder match we've seen in, in, a, in AEW in the last you know twelve months. Some cool, mm-hmm. there were definitely some cool spots. Uh, I thought they overdid it with the tables a little bit, but besides that, I liked the match. Um, I'm happy Jurassic Express lost those tag belts because man, it was getting stale. You know, on the negative, yeah, the Bucks got it, but I'd rather the Bucks have it than Jurassic Express at this point, especially. Mm-hmm. Well, more than the Hardys, so there's a there's a road up ahead with the Bucks having it. Yeah. Um, you know, speculating. Uh, you know, speculations came out that the Hardys were supposed to win. We, I think, we both predicted that, and then you know they get a little run. Well, you predicted it last week. You know, they get a little run, and then the Bucks be throwing them, and then like whatever. I feel like we're still on that course. Like Jurassic Express was not like you weren't in the plans anymore, and I Which think that's fine. Because after the match, of course, Christian comes out, finally turns on Jungle Boy. It took we we I you know we all kind of predicted he, it. They held I, it off I for a long time. Thinking it, I don't care. I thought the spot was going to be uh, Christian going to push them off the ladder and have the Bucks win, but mm. they refrained and had you know just the Bucks win. I guess clean the cleanest you can win in the ladder match, and then um yeah, Christian comes out attacks uh. Jungle Boy gives him a prettier and then gives him the one man concerto, which is so funny because I'm like, you know, I've been rewatching 2001 uh, WWF. He just mm-hmm. like, I literally watched the Raw, the Raw where he turns on Edge and um, gives him the one man concerto for the first time. So I thought it was really interesting that that happened like that. But um, yeah, man. So finally, get something Christian to do, I guess. We, so we'll finally get a, a Christian versus Jungle Boy feud. I think this will be good for Jungle Boy just to be around a vet. Someone who can, you know, Christian can still go. I'll give him credit. He can still work. Um, So hopefully you can, can show him the ropes. Show him a few things. I think we can get some decent matches out of that. I honestly do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just like, we get Christian versus Jungle Boy, right? You know, we get yep. singles Jungle Boy again. Mm-hmm. Does he finally grow in those set of matches with Christian? We'll have to see. I hope so. <laughs> like, are these matches going to be good? Like, is he going to improve? I think if you're in the ring with Christian, I think you'll be all right. We're going to see, man. Christian uh, wrestling damn near 30 years. You, you better fit. You better. Drewski hands, man. Um, and then last thing, we have Miro versus Ethan Page. There was no doubt in my mind that Ethan Page was not going to lose this match. Uh, Miro was, is over. Just let Miro win. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is an extended squash. Um, pretty yeah. nothing of note really happened. Shout out to um, <clears throat> Miro, man. I've, I haven't been the biggest Miro Rusev believer for a long time, but I like his current gimmick. I really do, I, and I think he looks great. So I'll give it. I'll give him a chance. Also, I'm I'm the opposite. I like Rusev. I'm not a big fan of his gimmick. 
but him just beating Ethan Page's ass was satisfying to see. You don't like uh, you didn't like God's favorite champion. I I like that yeah. gimmick. I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. Something different. Mm-hmm. Also, congratulations to Tony Khan. We have we don't know the rampage results yet, but he refrained from having Max Caster on the show. Letting him <laughs> rap about Vince because I know I I guarantee you Max Caster texted him and said, "Put me on the card. I don't care if I lose. I just want to rap about well, Vince." Uh, I know we didn't, put, did. we didn't put it in the trenches because you know. I didn't really care, but he, uh, Matt Caster just said backstage politics is uh, what stopped him from being at Forbidden Door. And my first thought was, oh, dude, care. you're ass. That's why you're not on Forbidden Door. I don't care about it. He's probably troll anyway. Eddie's a troll. I don't even take him yeah, seriously. I don't, uh, and then he, he tweeted like some rap that didn't even rhyme. So I was just like, yeah, man, you have no talent. Bro. This is why. Um, it is what it is. Don't care. Um, that is it for AEW. We're going to move on to NXT 2.0. And now the finishing touches possibly on the night. Welcome to NXT. Here's your winner, Giovanni Vinci. All right, man. Before you before you start, I got some breaking news. Well, hold on, it's not breaking news, but huh? I don't it's think breaking. it's breaking news. It's breaking news. Go go off, King. Oh, uh, Raj Giri, um, his Twitter account. He just said, "I'm hearing Sasha Banks has been released. I don't know if it's been requested or if it was on WWE WWE's end." So, um, breaking news. That's breaking rumor. But I hear you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just read it on the timeline. Uh, Raj said the scene to be a guy who usually breaks news. So that's interesting. We'll keep, if I see anything else, I'll keep y'all posted. But y'all will hear, y'all know by the time this podcast comes out anyway. I just something that just threw me off. I just read it. So mm-hmm. NXT. We will see what happens uh, with that. Uh, look, look out for the A show. Um, NXT 2.0, man. Uh, let's get into it. Show starts and the Creed Bur- Brothers versus Team BBC. We're not calling them. Um, uh, what is it? Malik Blade and Anofe. This match is really good, man. Um, it was cool. I liked it. I think, uh, what is it? I think this was a very impressive showing from uh, Anofe and Blade. Uh, they looked great out there. They've been and... in the lab for sure. They definitely been in the lab. They got some mm-hmm. moves they've been doing. I've liked they... them on um level up. They've had some good matches on level up. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen them much uh because uh, I don't really watch level up a lot. I usually just watch women's matches on uh level up because I'm usually more uh interested in the women's division than I am tag team stuff. Um but no, nah, they look great here, man. And Cameron Grimes talks to them uh later during the show, uh, Anofe and Blade, and he's just like, y'all got some real potential, man. Don't let that shit go to waste. You know that, you know that reminded me, <laughs> you know that reminded me of, it reminded me of that uh, promo that Ric Flair cut on Carlito back in the day where Carlito was going to leave early and Ric Flair, like, shoot him out. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar. Um, damn near, same near, damn near same camera angle and everything. It was, um, it was interesting. I this new direction for Cameron Grimes 
It's interesting. I, I feel like it's kind of just a, a holdover for Braun Breaker to have one more feud, and then I don't know where mm-hmm. even Braun goes after this because I don't think Cameron Grimes beats him. So I guess it's cool. Um, as for that tag match, yeah, it was cool. Um, I enjoyed, you know, on Anofe and Molly Blade's work. Other than that, it's a fine. I give it a three. I think on on the thing. It's cool to see. Um, Brutus got a pin <laughs> for a change. Because he never oh, ever seemed to get a pin. Very <laughs> rare when Brutus gets the pin. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens Woo-hoo. with the tag. Also, there was a, a little backstage vignette later on about um, Roddy Strong. Like, yo, why are you shaking him through his hands? And he's like, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. the Korean way. We could... <laughs> what's then, your uh, no love? <laughs> yeah, what's your off, love? Like, what y'all, y'all showing love? Give him title matches? And Roddy, and then they were like, well... Uh, Brutus is a visual learner, so how about you show us how it's done? You and uh, Damian Kemp versus who did they say wrestling? <laughs> who they wrestling? Uh, um, who did, uh, damn, who did he say? Mm, don't remember, I forgot. but they Roger got a match. Strong, duck and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's not the that's not the Roger I know. Bro. That boy said, My mom, by my ankle, all right, all right, man. <laughs> but his name, man. Uh, moving on, Giovanna Vinci, uh, debuts. Uh, just quick thoughts on his debut. Honestly, it should have been a quick hit, but um, I think the snapshot shit is hilarious. hilarious. That's so and funny. Imagine, um, I wish Tyler Breeze had that, uh, you know, <laughs> had that technology. <laughs> I think that shit is hilarious. That shit was uh, really funny. I I think he needs to like pose, like actually pose. He did. He gave, he, him, a little, he he gave just, him a little. He gave him a little finger point. He gave him a little. Hmm. You know what I mean? He, he, he need to hit the five second pose. You feel me? Um, I will. I will say he was. He's not as ripped as he was before. Before he left, I hope. I don't know if he was like nursing an injury or something like that. He seemed a little. I mean, not like he looked bad. I mean, obviously he still looked. He looked great. He looked a little slimmer. No, nah, he just looked a little more like a. Like he put on some muscle. Not as cut. He wasn't as cut because like when him and like when they were tag champions, him and Fabian Agner, they were both cut like crazy mm. so I don't, I don't know maybe maybe he was you know the cycle is off i don't know whatever he's whatever type of time he's on the um, cycle is off hey, i man. don't know he's... the off season cycle <laughs> you know what i mean um, but um he saw what happened to troy donovan he's like hold on <laughs> let, me, let me slow down <laughs> let me let me slow down but um nigga made it hot but i knew what it was when i saw guru raj out there quick little um you know what's funny <laughs> quick, uh what kill was what kill me was um Vinci was doing his thing, doing his entrance, and you could see Guru Raj just laughing. Like, this shit is <laughs> hilarious. And I was just like, I feel you, bro. The, snap, the snapshot shit took me out, bro. It's funny. That was funny. I genuinely laughed at that. Um, he looked good out there, next, by the way. You, you know what you, you know what he might be of? Very much Cesaro light. That man is Cesaro Jr. all the way. Even, like, the <laughs> way he wrestled. That, that man is Cesaro Jr. Uh... I hope that uh, I hope more comes from that. But next, moving on, we have Cora Jade, Roxanne, and Indy Hartwell. They defeat the three-headed snake that is Toxic Attraction. I need this to end Toxic Attraction. I'm not saying break them up, but the title raids of Toxic Attraction needs to end with these three. 
these need to be these three need to be the next women's champion. So you want do you want Indy to be the women's champion? Yes, I need all I, three. I have like, no more I have toxic no interaction. In I have no, no interest more in toxic that. attraction with the gold. I'm tired of toxic attraction with the gold. I'm done. The way that these three motherfuckers look at uh, out there, they look like hope. <laughs> and I need my dreams to come true. If Roxanne, if Roxanne wants to use her breakout tournament thing. Uh, cash in with the tag champs perfectly okay with me because like that if it's not indie well it can't be roxanne if it ain't indie why can't it be roxanne she's not ready she ain't ready for no title bro we thought braun wasn't ready for the title at least i did yeah you're bugging um as i for sure ain't think that he was like four matches in i was like there's no way you need to get this title well, yeah, but just Braun Breaker at least lost that first title match. And then when he bounced back again, that's when I was just like, that, that boy ready. But uh, Roxanne already faced off against Mandy. Y'all need to just let them be tag champs and stop letting them go for single title. Like, let, uh, let opportunities rise from this shit. But this is my thing. I don't That's, think indie cha- like women's champ material. I don't think she does. And Roxanne is. Yeah, I think she's more over than indie. I think she's a better wrestler than indie. I think crazy more over than indie. I'm not. She's more over than indie. She is more over than indie currently no today. Way. Yes, absolutely. They love indie out there. Are you fucking kidding me? They love Roxanne too. Possibly more. They can go pop for pop, and you know what? They could go pop for pop. With each individual title, it, it don't even have a character. What is she? She's just there. What's Roxanne? She's a gamer. I'm young. <laughs> she's a young. Let's she's a young gamer. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> it's more than indie. Oh my god! I, I I was a wrestling fan. That's the character, bro. Her what and Corey J got to fight for that. What is Indy doing? Indy lost it all. So why would I want her to be champ? She fighting for she fighting for her final chance. She ready to she eat, for, nigga. She's fighting, fighting for a job, for a job. Exactly. <laughs> she lost everything, bro. Getting that championship is what fuck, you know. Fuck it's it. going to ease I the ra- pain. I'd rather Tiffany have the belt than fucking. Uh, Absolutely, but <laughs> give me the circumstances that we are in currently. Just let the, just let them dethrone the three headed monster. Because what the fuck is Cora J going to do if Roxanne singles? Y'all going to turn her heel? Or no, you going to make her an indie tag champion? That shit don't make no sense. Or they just wait for Nikita to come back. Because it seems like Nikita's coming back. Is he getting vignettes already? I don't... Uh, I don't think it should be indie. That's all I'm saying. I don't, shit, I don't think it should be Nikita either. It, I, I'd rather Nikita than indie. That's crazy. At least Nikita's interesting. I don't think Indy's interesting right now. And Indy not doing nothing for me. Nikita's interesting? What's the interesting more, part about it? More so, she has an interesting look. She has a cool, kind of a cool moveset. The, the crowd yeah, kind the of moves to her. Is cool. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I rather, I feel like Indy, not, we, I need more from we'll, Indy. We'll see what the public reception is like when she returns. I don't think that, that crowd won't care. <laughs> they, they, forgot all about, they forgot all about that for one. And two, they didn't care in the first place. <laughs> Only the internet cares about that. You're right, but guess what? A lot of the internet is out there. Um, they just have to keep quiet and not post no damn spoilers. 
Um, but no, um, let's end the toxic attraction. Let them have it. I don't know what the fuck. Cora Jade is very much involved in this, and you know, I, she's not gonna be left out. <laughs> she's gonna get the tag championships, and it's not gonna be with Indy. Um, so y'all could bitch and moan and treat that shit like it's the money in the bank, but um, whatever, I'm your shit. Uh, it'd be like <laughs> you remember when Otis had that shit, the money in the bank. And then he he said that he was gonna tag in for the tag shit, and the creative said, "What the fuck does nigga think he is?" <laughs> and they had Braun Breaker beat his ass. I mean, uh, Braun Strowman beat his ass. Uh, that's for the best, man. Um, next we got Braun Breaker versus versus Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson uh kind of floating his count out victory over him, and then Braun Breaker said, "Nah, run it back," and then he beat his ass. Very Squash quickly. That boy. Squash that boy. <laughs> and then fucking <laughs> uh Grana said, hey man, I'm out here, man. We fell upwards. I got I got that championship off me so I can head to bigger and better things. And then cuts one hell of a promo on Braun Breaker. Yeah, that was good. Um he was just like, Look, man, I'm not saying you got here because your daddy. But I'm saying it it didn't hurt. You feel me? And my daddy didn't <laughs> see me wrestle. So, you know, I'm kind of pissed off about it. I'm about to show you what, you know, what a mm-hmm. real wrestler's like. People are kind of upset at like, oh, why are they turning him heel or whatever? And I'm just like, it's very much a blurred line. Also, whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, Braun Breaker needs a challenger. And I don't think that they should be turning Braun Breaker heel for this. Um, I don't know. I'm much rather. I like that Cameron Grimes. Same as the North American Championship. I like that Cameron Grimes' motivation is his father. Yeah, and that's about it. I thought it was one hell of a promo. I thought it was really good. He has some really good lines in there about like his father looking down on him. Uh, yeah, that was about it. that. That was my favorite line when he said like his I father think, had to look down he, on him. I think he should probably talk about that his dad was a wrestler. I think that would add more to it. I mean, he mentioned it a little bit in this. Did he? I don't yeah, remember just saying a anything bit. about being a wrestler. Oh, maybe he did. I don't know. It, but, it um, was kind of a line of passion. He didn't say his name or anything. Yeah. Um, well, no one would know his name anyway because he was like an indie wrestler in the 90s. Like, no one knows 90s yeah. indie wrestlers. <laughs> so, um, it is what it is. I liked it. Uh, moving on to quick hits. While, oh, oops. Um, I have Waller defeat Solo Sequoia here, but I think they're gonna have a match next week, correct? Yeah, there's no match. They, they, they uh, Solo called him out, but yeah, there's no, there's mm-hmm. no match. Yeah, honestly, so, the rest of the show was very freaking. It definitely felt like a um, oh, a we taped, have so a taped many e- quick hits, a, a taped episode of NXT for sure. This felt like yeah. 2020. This is 2014 NXT. A lot of vignettes, <laughs> couple mm-hmm. matches. Uh, That's it. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on. Sokoa, Sokoa, uh, Solo Sequoia got next. Yeah, next. Ooh. Let's get to that part because it doesn't seem like he's going to win. Well, we got to the Great American Bash. I'm assuming that's going to be Great American Bash, which is what, two weeks okay. from now, three weeks from now? I, so. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that they did th- I don't like that they did this to Solo Sequoia because they kind of did this to Santos Escobar where it was just like, 
your next challenger is already waiting in the wings. It cha- I was surprised that it changed for Cameron Grimes, but I'm just like, it's for the best rather than having a face versus face. But with the, T- with the Tony D'Angelo segment that we're going to have, uh, you know, that we're going to talk about after this, Tony D'Angelo very much seems to be next in line. So it's just like, damn, so is the clothes are really about to just get his ass beat. And then Tony D'Angelo comes in. So um, yeah. we'll see what happens here. Um, Tony D's uh, ceremony where he promotes um, stacks and two dimes and one hell of a promotion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, he just, it's, it's, it's another one of those long, boring, Mafia like ceremony segments that he has, I thought it was so, I thought it was so boring. Um, I think the most enjoyable part about this thing is Sansos just standing there, little guy. Only just fucking. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, I the watches that he gives to Stacks and Two Dimes were those Elgato Delphantasmo's watches. I don't know if they were the, his watches. I'm not sure. Cause Cause the way they, they looked reacted, that they, they looked, yeah. yeah, they looked that they risen. It was just like, damn, they used to be ours. Okay, <laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, pe- people, uh, let us know, man. I think that make that. I think that would make this segment a lot more funnier for me. You know, what um, I wish they did. I wish they did the um, the the Nation of Domination segment where The Rock gave everybody watches except for Farouk and gave him that big old picture of him. They should have. They should have did that for uh, <laughs> for Tony, for the Legato to give him like a, some bullshit. <laughs> I think that would have been really funny. Oh, have you seen man, that promo? That promo no, but I'm gonna look at it. Oh, it's so this. funny. It's, it, <laughs> that sounds hilarious. He gets like he gives everybody Rolexes except for Farouk. He's like, yeah, hey, get this picture. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Um, and this basically just leads into uh, you know, Tony D'Angelo being like, I want to be a champion, I want the North American. Trick and Mello come out, they do their thing. Uh Trick does that fast talking shit, and then um it has a match with stacks and two dimes, and then trick and Melo win with interference from uh, Del Fantasma and then Tony D is uh, there's a vignette. Tony D is just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? They had it under control. Um, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, the Dyad debuts and this whole time I was just like, can these motherfuckers just unmask already? They look stupid as shit wrestling and goddamn uh for my ability, my my Oblivion fans, uh, goddamn, uh, the Daedric Colt outfits. Um, I was just like, these niggas look stupid, bro. That that seemed dangerous. How they wrestled in that? There's no way they per- they had no kind of peripheral vision at all. There's no way they could see from the side. Yeah, of themselves. I I, f- <laughs> that, I feel like that's why that match was like fairly tame. But I was just like, yeah. are you gonna do the thing where you pull the hoods down and then reveal yourself, or you're gonna do it at the end of the match? Because soon as they started wrestling with that shit still on, I was just like, can the match fucking end so y'all can unmask? And then they walked out still with the hoods on. And I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> just show us who you are, bro. I'm not I mean, invested think, when you wrestle in these fucking grimace outfits. I think from the uh, the finish of the match, we kind of figure out who it is, though. They do the same finisher that Grizzled Young Vets do. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it just seemed I mean, kind of like they, it's obvious. Let's just, let's just get over it. Let's get it over with to take these masks <laughs> off. Give them, new name. Away, Give them their new names. Let's get this over with. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, next, we got uh, Apollo Crews turning into Luke Cage. Uh, beating, <laughs> beating up uh, Joe Gacy in the Denny's. 
this was a uh, I was expecting the homeboy from what would you do to come out at the end of it like <laughs> Um, yeah, crazy. Um, a little silly. Uh, Wesley defeats uh, Zion Quinn in quick fashion. Like, Thank motherfuckers God. just getting their wins back, but they just like, yeah, let's get that shit out the way. Um, <clears throat> Zion Quinn uh, is walking backstage a little mad. Sanga, he, he talking to the lovely Brazilian ladies. You feel me? And Zion Quinn was just like, bro, you want to go? <laughs> Sanga stood up and the shorty stood up with him. I said, yo, you about to get beat up by three fine motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> These outrageously attractive people about to beat the shit out of you, bro. <laughs> um, it's about to be goddamn. Um, it's going to be Tenet. Um, but nah, that was cool. Fallon Henley, um, she gets her win back on Tiffany Stratton. And I guess this is just kind of just something for Tiffany Stratton to do. But I was just like, she why? didn't really need to lose, bro. She did not need to lose that match at all. There's Tiffany's no need for that. that. Shawty, bro. Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> Especially since she just lost the final. She needed a win. You know what I mean? I don't know what, mm-hmm. why Fallon Henley needed this. I don't think I, do. I, I didn't get that finish at all. That was weird. Uh, just needed, She just needs something to do, man. Um, Last Legend gets a very long vignette. Uh, she just broke it down, man. She, she let Accolades. motherfuckers know what it was, man. Say, say that one more time. What that shit was? What, what she was giving us? Fear was a lot of accolades. A whole bunch of them. Come on, man. You, Tony Storm telling us she dropped out. Last night you ever said, heard, boy, I was going crazy out here. You ever heard um you ever heard Jay-Z on You Don't Know and how he just broke down everything he did in the you know in the first couple of years? If they would have put mm-hmm. that over the Just Blaze beat, that exam exact promo, oh, it would have been just it would have been no, just as fine. I'm I'm tired of Jay Z beats over fucking uh promos. We need to stop that now. <laughs> nah, we could have did that. It ain't like it's ether. Whatever the fuck. Uh, no more, no more, uh, no more of that shit. Um, I think the funniest thing to drop this week is uh, shout out to Brie Bosa, bruh. Uh, dropping the the base boosted material girl to the pose <laughs> off that happened on Raw. <laughs> Oh, that pulled off was hilarious. so fucking dumb. Oh my god! I watched hey, this. This is it. Ugh. If you ever had to walk out of an arena, that was the perfect time, bro. I would, I would definitely would have to go beat traffic after that. I don't even care what the dark match was. I'm getting out Absolutely. of there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. Last Legends is kind of just letting them know what it is, man. I honestly wish that she kind of cut this promo a lot earlier, but her and Abba Fire, I think that's gonna be great. That's great for her. Um, and with all that, I nothing else to talk about. I'm, I'm, unless that rumor came true in, hey, in like the I've, ten minutes. Um, the timeline going crazy as you would expect. Sean Ross Sapp says he had not heard anything confirmed just yet. Um, so he said usually if someone's released, they will confirm it when they when he asks. He said nothing has changed as of this afternoon when he asked. So. We'll see. Everyone's saying Sasha Banks is going to go to Hollywood, even though she was on Mandalorian for about two episodes and said three lines. But, you know, not here nor there. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I hope she doesn't go. I, I would like Sasha Banks and back in WWE. But if she requested her release, because I don't think WWE released her. I think she either either she requested it and they were like, fine, you can go. I can't see them letting her go, though, unless, like, she asked. <laughs> but, um... I mean, you know. Who knows? Uh, what is it? Rumors. Twitter's doing its thing. Spaces is active. 
over oh, a rumor. Oh, let me um, see my phone. It is what it is. Uh, hey, man, stop the Twitter spaces, man. Get out of there. Also, wrestlers, <laughs> nothing stop. good's happening on there. Also, wrestlers, stop, stop uh, talking to teenage girls, man. What y'all doing, bro? Cut that shit out. AJ Gray. I'm talking to fans, man. Yeah, well, I mean, look, AJ Gray, don't do that. Oh, yeah, oh, fuck out of here. That nigga cook. Fuck that nigga, bro. Yeah, fuck that um, nigga, bro. Um, any yeah, other wrestlers? She said she's 17, years? like 80 times, bro. And he was just like, Dog. oh, damn, you're a real person? You're a loser, bro. Shorty, um, Shorty got me. Shorty had me blocked, and I knew she was 17 years old. <laughs> we ain't even ever interacted. So I know damn yeah. well he knew she was 70 years old. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Nasty yeah. ass nigga. All y'all nasty. Y'all gross. Indie wrestling, GCW. I'm putting all y'all in there. I don't even, even if y'all. <laughs> <laughs> nasty the whole the whole crew the whole collective mm-hmm. yeah man so uh <laughs> that is it for us um you can subscribe to us on patreon patreon.com forward slash the a show rnc you can follow kwan on twitter at the comeback spot on twitter you can follow me cyrus at cyrus on twr we have the amazing charity fund to get these kids to wrestlemania um the wrestling uh the wrestling club that takes place in uh like a brooklyn elementary school um just kids just being in a healthy space just watching uh pro wrestling i think that's fantastic um get those kids to mania man la let's get it rocking um what what are they doing that big old podcast with black wrestling and uh black um do we have a date for that june 16th uh, Which so is tomorrow, Thursday, so it'll be yeah. <laughs> By the time the public late. year, it'll be already be out. Um, yeah, but yeah. Shout out to that. Time. Shout out to uh, Black Wrestling Pod and shout out to the Black Announce Table. You know, um, if we're gonna be barred off from the rooms, we'll just make our own room because I don't feel like being in spaces all day with y'all neither. You don't want to um, be on a six. You don't want to be on a six hour spaces on a Tuesday afternoon. Absolutely not. I'd rather <laughs> uh, do anything else. <laughs> hey, that space was going for a long time. Niggas really don't have jobs. It, start, it. Start, it started out with AJ Gray, uh, the AJ Gray thing. And then I uh, just these are spark notes. Uh, the AJ Gray thing started. And then people that I feel like, you know, that are probably close to the AJ Gray, they came in and tried to play both sides. And then some people with Fightful came through and then made an ass of themselves. And then uh, what is it? The people from they do a Spotify wrestling podcast. I, uh, I saw one of them at uh, Wally Mania. I don't know what their name is, but they also came and made an ass of themselves. And then by, by the time I finish, uh, you know, doing all my errands for that day, everybody was just talking about Jeff Hardy <laughs> for hours. What a, wild, what a wild week! It's been a wild week in wrestling, man. This is like. Y'all, it's, it's hell of a week. It was a Tuesday, bro. Y'all, y'all lunch breaks be four hours, or they, ooh. Ooh. what? <laughs> Maybe I ain't got lunch break. You feel me? I work from home. I, I work from home, so I had I had time to listen to this, listen to these people talk. Um, I was like damn, y'all want go outside, bro? Hit a yeah, LinkedIn. Man. It's a nice day out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is it from us. Um, tune in to the Black Wrestling uh, Black Pod Connect. Uh, please, uh, you know, get those kids to Mania, man. Show some yeah, love. Man. Anything, you can, um, anything you can. Any dollar counts, man. We're trying to get these kids out. I got I, when I get paid. I gotta get. I gotta do it when I get paid. But um, I'm gonna mm-hmm. put some money on there too. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, that's it. 
That's we'll it. see you guys next week, man. Uh, all love. If you're not a patron, hopefully to see you on the Patreon, uh, the Patreon next week. Uh, peace out.